0: This is the iFanboy Pickle League Podcast, episode 567, brought to you by GoDaddy. Buy your own domain name, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools. Visit trygodaddy.com iFanboy to save 30% on your order. And iFanboy listeners just like you. The Podcast, Episode Five Hundred and Sixty Seven. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm alongside my hosts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh, it's just, it's almost, weird like, now. You almost get like Mike Lee and Black, and I was like, "Where's he going with this?" <laughs>
0: I'm alongside my, host. my hosts, Ron Richards and Josh Flanagan. Uh, we are FM- actually. We're not actually alongside you. We're virtually alongside you, but we're not physically next to you. Or emotionally at this point anymore, either. The,
1: oh, I don't think that's <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> we are I fanboy. Every week read a bunch of comics, one of us picks their favorite book. and call it the pick of the week. We talk about that book, other books from the week, the patron pick, maybe some listener mail, but not this week. It'll be fun. And here's a spoiler warning. It's a review show. Suck it up. There'll <laughs> be some spoilers. Exercise some caution. Use your head. This week, Josh...
2: It's just getting antagonistic now. Well, yeah. I
1: was thinking, you know, listeners are pretty lucky that that is sort of the apex of, of the resentment that comes out. <laughs> right. It's just a little sound in the spoiler warning. You know, it's it's a friendly go-screw. You know, that's, that could be a lot worse. I don't know what it is. No matter how well it goes or how many people like you, you will eventually resent them all.
0: I think we should do a show <laughs> one week where we don't Use spoilers and people can hear how boring that show would be.
2: I think there's a week where we should just we should go overboard with the spoilers and spoil everything.
0: Do you remember that week you, we, that we did every book we read? I do remember that week. <laughs> that was awful.
1: Ron's favorite show would be one which, which he could summarize every book he read. That's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Go between the lines there. All right, Josh. Pick of the week is Southern Bastards number 16. How did we ever get here? It's been more than sixteen months. I know that much. Way more. Um, this is like the second regular issue in a row. Is that right? What do you yeah,
0: mean? yeah. They, they're like catching up. Like they're in little...
2: the process of catching up now. So
0: yeah, um, we're I mean, has it new... only been a month? Because I, I had a hard time remembering what happened in the last issue. I, th- I feel like it's been I way think more. So than a yeah. Month. No, I think it's been more than a month. I think it has. All right. Well,
2: uh, but you, think, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't care. I'll give them a pass. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I do yeah, what yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I
0: mean, it's. I literally could not remember what had happened in the last issue. And it took me about half yeah. the issue to remember that. That's a, I mean, that's a problem from a reader standpoint. And I but get it, I get it. I get why it happens, and I don't fault them necessarily. On the other hand, it's difficult to really enjoy the book when you have to spend most of the time trying to remember who everyone was and what's happening. But right. it, was, it was it was a standalone issue no. for the most part. You
1: know, like like Coach Boss is at sort of this new impasse. His assistant coach is dead. He is uh, you know well, it's not, not standalone. It's part two. Well, part,
0: part one was when. It was, well,
2: no, you could you could pick but, up this book and get what you like without sure, knowing yeah. all the backstory. You could get the idea of what's going on. The coach of the other team is worried about losing, so he visits the other team's best player and beats him up. Like it, it's it, it, like you're it right, it's, par, it's part of this this storyline. But I, I didn't struggle. You know, like I, I think you could hand it to somebody, they get the gist of the story that's being told. Sure,
1: totally, yeah. 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 Also, I mean, what, what they won't get, though, is that when he shows up in that kid's room ready to cross a line that even he had not crossed before by beating one of the opposing players, who really laid it on thick about how much he respected Coach Boss, by the way, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, long-time readers will immediately notice that he is wearing pants. That <laughs> is quite a signpost. Well, a man <laughs> wears pants
0: to a beating, Josh
1: well does he is that a rule
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, it's, in, the for, it's in the formal guide it's you know you you serve from the left and you wear pants to a formal beating
1: the, the yeah. culture of the south is so nuanced
2: <laughs> yes
0: that it can be difficult to some. sometimes see all of these signs so we uh we meet coach boss's uh counterpart in the other county who looks kind of like stan lee and drives a Cadillac on the.
2: Oh, road. you went Stanley. I went. Um, oh, I could see that. I went. I went Burt Reynolds.
0: Burt Reynolds. I, I, yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, Burt Reynolds, like skinny Burt Reynolds.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or, or like eighty Lee.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Fair enough. He has a monkey.
2: <laughs> he,
0: he does has a monkey.
1: We don't talk about the monkey. The monkey's just there. <laughs>
2: I'll give I'll give it up for Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. I mean, like every time I talk to Jason Aaron about this book, he always has to remind me that the book is called Southern Bastards for a reason, <laughs> and, yeah. like, and that and that I love just how awful the people depicted in it are, and and it real it really is this whole fascinating world that I just and then, <laughs> and Latour Latour brings it to life. I I, I can't imagine any other artist doing this.
1: Absolutely, and, but and also to compare it to uh, the goddamned, this is book is a, is a delightful romp through some lovely people's homes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not bad at all. But uh, you know, I, I hate to do this uh, about it, but like when you get an issue where you're really focusing on, the guy who's more or less the villain, but you watch him struggle with it and really have a rounded character because you we know. Euless Boss's history—it reminds me of what was great about Scalped and Red Crow and, and that kind of thing, and that always gives me like a warm feeling. And that's, I think, a little bit what happened with this issue, is that I was it, it doesn't it, it doesn't humanize the character, it doesn't make you like the character, but like like Jason Aaron is really really good at at creating a fully fleshed bad guy.
0: And especially now that they're going into some sort of gang war, because at the end yeah. the uh, other guy, Stan Burt Reynolds Lee, uh, his 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 guys <laughs> show up to shoot. That guy, he looks like he looks like Bruno Mars in the future, right? Yes. What's actually interesting is I'm looking in the letters page, and there's an actually discussion of whether or not he looks like Stanley or it looks like Burt Reynolds. Um,
1: Look <laughs> yep. at that!
0: Um, you really are good at this. But uh, so now it looks like we're getting into a gang war scenario, which is fun, and which was you know does call back to the times of uh, Scalp because really. This book has not been, it's not as clear cut crime, gangs, gangland stuff that Scalp was. So now we're getting back into that territory a little bit. Yeah. And, and we've still got the sort of the time bomb of the,
1: of the daughter, um, hanging yeah. out in the background there where we're kind of w- waiting for more to happen with that. But, you know, like, I really enjoy spending time with sort of Coach Boss and his, his, uh, thugs and his little entourage because they're, they're really interesting characters. They're all bad horrible bastards, but they're interesting. You know, and the, and the and the twist here at the end of of these two guys who come out and roll with that spoiler warning by the way. Roll tied with that spoiler warning. Um, roll tied. <laughs> you know, these two guys who come out and they shoot a couple of guys in his like that's a great <laughs> it's just like fully automatic weapons because of a high school football rivalry.
0: Or because where, well or is, is it that or is it, is it the the meth they're growing? It's all of it. I mean, like, it's all related, you know? Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll find out. Was it because of football, or was it because, you know, the other guy's also a drug dealer? Who knows? Right.
2: I mean, it is just something, there's a lot at stake here under the guise of football, you know, which I thought. It doesn't matter who gets killed because they're all awful. So you can just let it go. (laughs) Right. Just let it roll. (laughs) Except the kid who got beaten. Right, yeah. who I, I, I give it up for the kid who gets beaten, breaks his leg, and then still finds the the energy and the and I mean, to talk about being a man and 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 stepping up for his team, still plays in the game and is able to deliver a tie score. So that, um, that, uh, why won't you watch Friday Night Lights? I don't like. Why won't on. you watch Friday Night Lights, Ron? I don't like football because it's not. I don't like football. It's <laughs> the same. It's
1: the
0: same here. It's the same. <laughs> you like, do You like like meth dealing. <laughs> More than football, maybe. <laughs> Listen, the monkey's driving that car. <laughs> exactly. That's all I have to say. Also, you continuity error on the cover. Coach Boss is wearing shorts. Oh, there it Boss is. No prize. Kid. No prize award for me. That's
1: no. That's not a continuity. That that is a subtle sign. Uh, that is just for the new readers to understand. I think the this dog is, agrees with me. This is symbolically what should be happening, but he's wearing pants, so you should watch it. In his heart, he's always wearing shorts. Under his pants, he's always wearing
0: shorts.
1: <laughs> he's ready for game time at any time. <laughs> so what you're finding is that this is another great issue of this, uh, and it's difficult to elucidate on sometimes because we've talked about it so much. But this was the pick of the week
2: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, it was it was excellent again. And it, it is a spe- because it's kind of spread out, it is a special thing to see those red covers.
2: Oh, Southern Bastards is here. Right. All right. I saved yeah. that. I'll hold on to that. I mean, I, the thing is, it's the kind of thing, like, when I saw it came out this week, it, this was one of the first books I read because of that. Like, the red cover jumps out, and because maybe the this this shipping schedule has been, and because every issue is such a delight and such a w- wonderful detour, you know, and, and if you ask me, getting a monkey that drives a big Cadillac, a yellow Cadillac, is the greatest gift you can get. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you haven't watched Friday Night Lights, and no. unless I'm mistaken, you haven't read Scalped. Uh, I've read I read the I read the first two trades. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen Smoking? What's wrong with Friday Night Lights? I I just don't like football. Have you seen Rocky?
0: Yes, I've seen Rocky. (laughs) All right.
2: Let's not let's not get a good go down this road. (laughs) This is not an indictment of my
0: tastes. (laughs) We'll get back to this later when the show's. We will. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I'm shocked and surprised cuz I would have I thought I would have I would have bet $20 to donuts that All-Star Batman number 6 would have been your pick of the week, Josh. A couple of things going on there. Slightly changing tastes?
1: I really like Jock's work. I always have um Jock on Batman. It's a thing we've seen a bunch. Yep. Um I am not 100% invested in this storyline.
0: This is a uh Reunion of the Detective Comics team. So you got Jock and Scott Snyder and you got Francisco Francovia on the backup story.
1: So that's all good.
0: Important to note, Batman's snowsuit has bat ears.
2: It's a, that's always important on note.
0: point. He's always <laughs> on point. He puts nothing on his head unless it has the resemblance to a bat. Literally on points. Double <laughs> points. So you don't like Jock yeah, anymore is what you're saying. That's what you're saying.
1: No, I I, I do, but... Like, I don't know. It didn't. It, it. I read it. It didn't really stick with me all that much. I didn't find myself thinking about it very much. I didn't love this. I think. So much. I, do, I. think I don't really care about Mister Freeze that much.
2: Well, I think it was. I think it's the 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 snowblind Mister Freeze kind of you know polar you know North Pole kind of setting, but also um, much like a, a book later on that we're going to discuss. Um, it uncon. Un- un- I won't say unconventional, but non traditional superhero comic. Right. Where, it, you know, where this is was very Snyder prosy. Right. This actually yeah. I mean, it reminded me more of witches than of Batman. Yes. Um and and by not having the standard um, kind of word balloons and all that sort of stuff, the, you know, the, the the typography was kind of different. It felt like one of those special issues, you know, like a you know like a, a nice little diversion. I thought the art was beautiful. I love Jock. Give me a Jock on a on a monthly comic book. I mean, that, I think that's wonderful. Um, but it did get a little long in the tooth.
0: I think I think it was a whiplash from the tone of the first arc, which was very grindhouse speed. You know, like yeah. everyone was. It was like a and I had, transport. I had, what was that movie you loved? Ron? Oh, um, not uh, transport. transport. Well, no. transport. No. <laughs> no, the um, oh, was a crank. 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 You like yeah. crank? Sort of crank. Oh, crank. Grindhousey kind of feeling where everyone is on you know adrenaline rush. This was more of a quiet. Well, it's not say really quiet, but it was. It was a different tone, the way of. The and I had gone it. right from five to six. I read them right in a row because I was catching up. Right. Let me tell you about Crank. I I got into a big
2: <laughs> argument, uh, not a big argument, but a, a me and a friend of mine like Crank, and we were talking to somebody who didn't like Crank, and it got heated. So anyway, go on. Let's go back I to Friday Night
0: Lights. lights is, how... is, Friday,
2: is Friday Night Lights at all like Crank?
0: Yes. Oh, okay, it's exactly. Hey, like well,
2: except time. not.
1: <laughs> except not at all. How do you feel about Kyle Chandler?
2: Um, he's the guy who died in uh in in the in the in the Boston movie, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. on. Boston movie. Manchester by the the, Oh. Not a spoiler, yeah, by the way. Like people, that guy, right? Save your emails. Not a, not a
2: spoiler. It's in the trailer. It's in the goddamn trailer. But we gave a spoiler warning. So anyway, but um, anyway, yeah. So, All Star Batman. Way, was, by the way, I, just, pretty... I want to bring this to the last man Twitter.
1: That was my favorite movie of last year. The one that I said I didn't want to go see. Yes. There you go. So, there it is. I, I actually thought the standout of this issue was probably the Francesco Franco art, which I really like. In the backup? Yep. I, I just thought it was really great to look at. That sort of first page that is all sort of broken up. And there's like a theme of, of like extra grids going up throughout the, the pages, which is really kind of cool.
0: Yeah, the crossword puzzle. I liked the Riddler's human crossword puzzle thing in the building. Um, it was that kind of wacky, sort of silver agey, but also, you know, more terrifying because it's the modern age trope. But it was nice. Yep. It was but, a weird uh, issue. I, I liked it. I, yeah. I love Mister Freeze. I think he's when he's handled well, he's a great character. He's still, he's the the focus of the best animated series episode of the entire show. I mean, he's he's a great character. I just, I didn't ha- I didn't have an emotional connection to this issue. I think I need to I, reread it. I think you're right in that it really was like the brakes being jolted on after that last story. Right, I, I think that's it. Maybe they could have benefited from like a one shot. I know this is like a bunch of like anthology esque tales. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just like so. Like basically, a you cleanser. went from
1: first track on the album being like a real barn burner, and then the second one's like a slow ballad.
2: Right. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great uh, analogy, Josh. Yes, yeah. I, I that agree. That song goes uh, third or fourth. No, fourth usually. Yeah. Well, I mean what is this is six, so yeah. And uh, a side you, one. Yeah. Yeah. You don't start but side two with it. You don't start no. side two with this. Yeah. This is only this is only this is only track two. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, so you're going the storyline, not issue numbers. Yeah. Okay, fair yep. enough. Great cover though. Yep. Yeah. Really I mean, cover. I think it's I mean it's good. I mean it was it's 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 not, Snyder not bad, and Jock. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It actually made me want the next issue the next arc of what, witches more, you know. So anyway. which mm. oh, witches. The witching.
1: So Green Valley number four, um, this was a story. Uh, it's from uh, Max Landis and Giuseppe Camicoli. Uh, it is gorgeous to behold. Um, just want to point that out. Um, it looked like it was starting – at first it was like, oh, this is not going to be supernatural. And then it felt like it might be. And now
0: what we have – what we learned in here is there's a sort of time traveler thing going on. Yeah, we met him last issue. He, he's, from, he's modern, clearly. I, I really like this. Um, yeah, I think I do. I love. I love. It's kind of a very Max Landish, Landish-ish thing to do. Let's, let's try to spell that thing I just said. Um, <laughs> in that, you know, you've got these these badass warriors, and we're finding out slowly. I may not be as badass as they as everyone thinks they are, and they're fighting this guy who everyone thinks is a wizard, but is actually just a time traveler with modern technology, and he has dragons, but they're actually just raptors that he brought from another time, and. I love the fact that there are actual raptors with the plumage and the colors that now scientists yep. say they look like, um, which, which pop culture in general seems to be afraid of. Um, but I like that. You, you know, like, well, they think they're dragons. They're not actually dragons. They're, they're raptors, but yeah. they would look kind of like dragons. Velociraptors. Um, I don't know that he drew – I like what you're saying about the, the
1: plumage and the sort of design of them. I don't know that he drew the best raptor.
0: That's fair. I just like the they're fact that they he used They're a them. little, like, dead-eyed. I I, I got
1: it. I in my work with uh, a two and a six-year-old boy in my life. I come across a lot of dinosaurs, and I was like, eh. I did not immediately recognize it as a raptor. I just sort of put that together."
0: They only said it. I didn't. I didn't either because they were so big. But it says it says right. it in the in the letters page. Yeah. The, 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 no,
1: you could see the big uh, the big uh, hook claw thing. Although that's not even consistent. The hoof. The, the hoof. Oh. The hoof. The hoof. What? That's actually interesting. If you look at at a sort of the last page. He's got that big toe slicey thing that Dr. Alan Grant told us about in 1993. And when, he, on some of the- when he scared, the scared the child. Yeah. But then earlier, uh, he does not have that. Uh, the, the, that is not consistent. It's Maybe not it's retractable. all the
0: feet.
1: it's not. Okay. Their legs are too skinny. It's not. Anyway, he, needs, is, a, he needs to work on his Velociraptor uh, anata- anatomy this is, is fun, what I'm This is I'm saying. Yeah, that's actually why I put this on the list because I liked it a lot. <laughs>
2: The whole
0: in series that was fun.
2: That's, I mean, yeah, know. I, I think this has been a pleasant surprise, and that it, it's, it, you know, and again, you know, Max Landis as outlandish. In person uh-huh. and on social media, as he is, you know, he's got. If you ask me, his last two comics works between this and the Superman one were yep. great, and 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 you know, he he say what you will about his personality and the way he is, he gets story and he gets, you know, I, I mean, he already established himself as one of the one of the best pitch people I've ever heard tell, you know, pitch a pitch an idea, but now he's delivering, and I think that's great, and 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 this is this is the kind of comic that gets me excited about comics because it's not like anything else that's out there. So
0: yeah. yeah, and it's a six issue mini, so we're getting close to the. Wrap up. Yeah, the end.
2: This is the end.
0: I think that's fine. We're I don't need to to go on. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Titans number seven. Ron, did you read this? I did not. I, I dropped off this. All yeah. right, so in Titans is one of the... Should fe- I have? I think so. Titans is one of the okay. few books where uh, they're still slowly investigating or mentioning the Rebirth storyline, you know, because um, Wally West is in this book. And so this issue, A, Drawn by guest artist Lee Weeks, one of my favorite '90s Gorgeous. artists, who can draw he's the great. fuck out of Superman. By the way, it really, it really, I, I downloaded this just to look at the the stuff and and do the script, and I was like, this is a great looking book. Yeah, um, he can draw the hell out of Superman. But uh, so Superman, go, Wally and Donna and Roy have a little opening crime. They st- they stop, and Superman shows up to help, but too late. And but he decides he's gonna do the traditional flash. Superman race, but it's important because Flash and Superman are the only two people from the old universe, mm. so this is their first meeting since since that rebirth um so do they we, know? yeah, they get they talk about it through the race, like you know he he knows Linda he knows that well he's supposed to be with linda he knows you know what he actually remembers all this stuff and and i, I they could have hit it a little harder in fact it's it's you know you'd think there'd be a lot more questions a lot more discussion about where the hell are we what the hell happened but they it was a nice little bit between the two of them like you know we we are old friends we, these are the rest of these people are kind of weird strangers and we know each other um so that's that was cool the, all, the other thing that's happened is that uh the titans are building their titans tower in manhattan because they were fighting abracadabra and the abracadabra who claimed to have been the one to remove Wally from the timeline and their psychic person read the word Manhattan in his head, and so they they thought they had to be protecting Manhattan because something was going to happen there, not knowing that they actually meant Doctor Manhattan. So, um,
1: that is a, that
0: is a costly mistake. Yeah, well, they used Atlantean technology, and it was pretty easy. Although, in the great DC no, tradition, I just mean real estate prices. Yeah, well, they built it on the on a fake floating island in the middle of the river. I don't know what oh. the, what the uh, logistics of that, but in a great DC tradition. That whole storyline is mostly having to do with permits and lawyer uh, paperwork.
2: Oh, that's fantastic! Great. Yeah, it's so great. the issue
0: overall is pretty great between the Flash and Superman race, and the uh, and the, the DC lawyer stuff is pretty pretty spot on.
1: I have two questions. Yes. Having not read it, but I'm looking through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that villain at the end, that's Simon, is that right? Yes. Okay. Not uh, a brainiac or anything. No, like no, that. no.
0: Or Lex okay. Luthor. Look what he puts the skin yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Okay. Um, two. What's the deal with Roy's head? Yeah, the hat?
0: Yeah, and Maybe. the glasses. Is it means, he supposed to be a douchebag? Yeah, Roy's always kind of been a douchebag, but like the hat needs to be burned and the concept needs to be forgotten. That's I mean, for sure. There's no reason to be wearing a backwards baseball cap with a superhero outfit. None. And it's like a snapback. It's not even fitted.
1: Yeah, no.
2: I wonder... It's funny because we're not talking about this week, but are either of you reading Occupy Avengers... Nope. No. Okay. Well, because Joss features your favorite character, Hawkeye, who now his costume is now a ski cap with an, with a black ski cap with a purple H on it, and it looks awful, and it should be burned. Ron, that's pretty stupid sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's real stupid looking. Does it look so. stupider than it sounds? Because it sounds really. No. It, it, it looks pretty stupid. All right. On a on a glowing spider scale. <laughs> um. Ooh. It's probably if a glowing spider is a ten. Right and um and uh and Electro's costume is a one, is one of the best costumes of all comics. Uh, Electro. Electro, wow, original Electro, yeah, yeah, the green huh. and yellow with the star face, right? Yeah, okay. um, uh, it's it's a it's an
0: eight. Wow, Ooh, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would wow. I would make Roy a seven.
1: Okay, yeah, Connor. Yeah. Connor had pointed out earlier that they're sliding Superman's costume further and further down that line. Oh yeah, I know, I saw, I I. I I would I like this rating system by the way. I do too. I don't Another. know that I would agree with your best costume ever that
2: would be Taskmaster. But <laughs> Taskmaster is a good one. Ta- I mean I mean really there's you know you can have a bunch of people in that one zone. I mean Electro Taskmaster, Jim Lee 90 Cyclops.
0: Right? Oh, I mean whoa, there's lo- there's
2: lots of That's a say what you will that's a great costume. All
0: right. Head Let's,
2: exposed. Hey yeah, head hair exposed. Hair blowing in the wind. Pouches. <laughs> there you go. What is or, in those, what what were in those pouches? Original Thor, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, great issue, uh, though. If, you Wally, if you're a Wally so West I, fan, this is an issue to read, Run. All
2: right. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. I, I'm going to check it out uh, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I committing. To, sure, <laughs> sure. I want to check in
1: on Invisible Republic. Issue number 14 is out. Um, uh, Gabriel Hardman and Karina Becco with Colors by Jordan Boyd. Um, I think that I was starting to lose track of this a little bit. There's a lot going on, and it's it's not... in incredibly spoon-fed there's a lot of Um, names they shout out like you know what i i I, that that being because i really thought that this issue got me sorted okay i was like okay i know where i'm i know where i'm standing now i know sort of what's going on i finally learned uh what's that dude's name oh i was about to say i finally learned his name (laughs) uh, uh, undercuts your whole thesis there bab bab I'm not yeah, answering. Bad. I'm not Maybe confirming or denying anything. The writer, the 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 journalist guy who's sort of been involved with it, and I realized like I didn't know his name at all. And they said it over and over and over again in this issue, and I was like, that was very helpful. Thank you. Um, I really liked the uh, the the backstory with Maya, and I liked sort of I understand where we are in the present at the same time, and I I just dug I dug this issue a lot. I like the the beast dog thing that they have, and and the sort of story of her uh, in the past, sort of surviving on her own, pregnant, and then there's a twist at the end. Uh, That's related to that story that we didn't see coming. Um, I I really dug it. This was my runner-up for Pick of the Week.
0: I find myself really interested in the flashbacks. I would say yes. That's when I'm the most interested in the book. I find myself really really struggling with the stuff happening in the present, quote-unquote present.
1: Right, but the way that this issue is set up, though, is that they had sort of – I don't know. They 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 set the table a little bit for where we are in the present now. That I felt I had a little better handle on it. It's really complicated. I thought this is this would this wouldn't work as a TV show because you'd need really smart people to follow it. Well, <laughs> no. But, well, you know what I mean. Like like I'd be worried they'd have to dumb it down because this they don't
2: have to dumb it down at all. And you like you have to. You have right. To I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. No. I love 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 Game Krenas' work. This book this book continues to be awesome. So. Gorgeous. All right. So, real quickly, we want to thank GoDaddy for supporting iFanboy in this episode of iFanboy. Um, GoDaddy gives small business owners the tools they need to name their idea, build an online presence, and attract customers. And come on, you've been on the internet for years. As long as we have, you've heard of GoDaddy. You know how uh, how they are the largest domain registrar with more than sixty-two million domain names under management and over fourteen million customers worldwide. In fact, many of you probably are GoDaddy customers. I am. I am. You, I am too. Um, I made it sound like three people there, but it's just the two of us. Um, they make registering they make registering domain names fast, simple, and affordable. And in addition to domain names, they make it easy to build a website and an online store. Uh, so if you've got an idea for a site, for some sort of website, go to a place you want to go where you can do everything. Uh, their drag and drop website and online store builders make it as simple as updating your Facebook page to make your site. And if you want something more advanced, they also have DIY platforms and website diviner- designers that are available for hire. Um, and of course, as always, you can count on their award-winning 24-7 support team. Uh, GoDaddy wrote the book on being a great uh, spot to buy domains and and host websites, so uh, they're totally dependable and they're the people that you want uh, on your side. They offer web hosting that grows with your business, web security products, online marketing services, and professional email that matches your domain. Their online marketing services include search engine visibility, local business listings, and email marketing. So whether you have a new idea or an established business or you just need to get online somehow, uh, the key to online success starts with a great domain name so this is what you're going to do you're going to find out why so many people choose GoDaddy as their domain name registrar and you can save 30% on your order just go to trygodaddy.com slash ifanboy that's T-R-Y-G-O-D-A-D-D-Y dot com slash ifanboy trygodaddy.com slash ifanboy and as always we thank GoDaddy for their support DD DD
0: DD 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 Beat. Diddy Mao Power Man and Iron Fist 12 I like it it's a good book Good book. Our, And
1: this has been our go to of like what book should we be reading right now? You know, that's this is top three for all of us to be like, Oh, you
2: gotta you gotta check this out. This is the really it's, interesting thing that's going on at Marvel. It's consistently good. It like and the thing is that I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's my pick of the week every time it comes out, sure. But it's on a scale of one being Electro <laughs> and ten <laughs> being Southern Bastards. <laughs> it's always up there in the seven eight range. So sometimes yeah. not so. I, I and I, yeah. I actually Wanted to specifically mention this one. I really liked,
1: like the the table. I just used this, but like everything is all set now. Like we know who all the players are.
2: We've what met are their names?
1: <laughs> yeah, we've met these different sort of ex criminals and criminals and 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 sort of what's going on in Harlem and the different teams. I really enjoyed the the like they all end up in the building and and Tombstone you know twists everything around. Um, and then and the, and the fact that that uh, Luke isn't the reluctant guy anymore. Like right. he's all in now. They they've got their team now, and they have a job, and and, and it's you know they're they they've got their mission.
0: And I like that Alex I,
1: Wilder is the bad guy from Runaways.
0: Yep. Yeah,
2: I do like that. That's awesome. So,
0: and it's I like how
1: book. Sanford Green, you know, doesn't look like anybody else anything that's going on. It just all the characters that have human faces are are distinguishable and interesting and
0: kind of ugly in the good way. I'd like to point out in, in an episode, we, we've we been all over the place verbally. Um, I really want your pull quote to be, it doesn't look like anybody else's anything, my fanboy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a a long
0: week. it's a good one.
2: Moving on, um, I read The Flash 14. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Connor about this. It was awesome, it was great. Uh, Good job. Good smart move. Smart move to go from the really heavy Godspeed storyline that feels like took an eternity, yes. right? Uh, and then with the uh, I hate to say the 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 shady the shade storyline, like the dark, you know, kind of a bit mm-hmm. darker. Like
0: when you need a breath of fresh air, give me the Rogues Gallery. The Rogues Reloaded. So what was great about this issue was. It was, you know, it's the it's the twist that always happens, but it's, you know, the flash going through the rogues and sort of the history of the rogues in this new world and he's he's looking, no one can find him cuz they left town at once that, that flash storm thing happened. Um, but really they've been they've been pulling the wool over Barry's eyes the whole time and they they sent oh. him off on a wild goose chase while they're going to ransack Central City and I this was fantastic.
2: Yeah, really.
0: Thrilling. It was great.
2: Fantastic um moving on now into the bendis block
0: oh yeah oh wow all
2: right (laughs) so uh Jessica Jessica Jones number four uh sometimes you get frustrated because you don't know what's going on and then it gets revealed so I decided I didn't want to read this anymore but I want you to tell me what happens well, on a scale of 1 to 10 with 1 <laughs> being Electro and 10 being Avengers Break it. Now, um uh, basically Jessica has a clandestine meeting with Captain Marvel and turns out oh, she's a she's working undercover for Captain Marvel and Shield.
0: That's why she's been acting erratically, that's why she's hiding the baby, that's wh- but she can't tell Luke about it either. That's because part part
2: of the yeah. part of the undercover is they're trying to make it appear to the the villains that they're trying to root out that she has a fallen Avenger that she has fallen on hard times and therefore she is um, accessible, you know.
0: But the the one thing I did like actually was it's all rooted around the storyline from Civil War, which in which Captain Marvel almost sent that innocent woman to jail, and now that innocent woman's come, turned gotten out and been like, "Fuck you guys, I'm bringing superheroes down." So I, I mean. It's it's outlandish in the best superhero way, but I like that it's tied into her big mistake from the... or one of her big mistakes from the Civil War 2 storyline. Yeah. It's good.
2: Yeah, very good. Um, I'm going to jump, because a segue of Civil War, uh, Spider-Man number 12 uh, by Bendis and uh, Sara Pacelli on art. Of course, the the standard Sara Pacelli art being wonderful. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being Electro and 10 being Jack Kirby, it's
0: like a... (laughs) Um, I like but, how in uh, some of your scales Electro is the best and some of your scales he's the bottom. <laughs> yes,
1: and exactly. also they're not – it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, like the the scale is completely different every time. So Electro, instead of being a rock, becomes very erratic and I don't know what it stands for. So on a scale
0: for. of 1 to 10 where 1 being Electro and 10 being a corned beef sandwich <laughs> – uh, <laughs> In terms of saltiness, I would say (laughs) exactly.
2: Um, No, but so Spider-Man number twelve is post Civil War, uh, kicks off the new storyline, and I would like to propose everybody uh, start the Spider-Man drinking game, where every time in this book he mentions Civil War, you have to drink because it was like on every other page.
0: Yeah, well, it was
2: like Uh, I would like to put it really annoying
1: to keep the characters in one goddamn universe. Well, yeah, that too. I don't huh. want that. I, every it's time it's pretty I easy to, to
0: send them to another dimension.
2: It's really getting. It's like it's just a door
1: now. It's I'm, I'm like, telling you <laughs> something. There are going to be some prolonged health effects that Miles Morales is not going to like when he finds out about them later.
2: And the, the Look reason at you were dimension hopping all over the place. Yeah, the reason why we say that is because this issue, um, he uh, Maria Hill sends him on a secret, clandestine mission, and he's got to go over to Spider Gwen's universe and uh, and makes out with her. So,
0: I don't know if that's the mission objective, but that was just on the cover. That's just on the cover, right? No, no, he did. Yeah. He said in the beginning "That's he's telling the story because it opens up with him saying, you, you made out with her? Wait, was this before or after the superhero Civil War? Oh, no, no. I had just finished the Civil War
2: and then I went to talk to S.H.I.E.L.D. because they were really busy from the Civil War, but I went to this dimension where they didn't have a
0: Civil War. So here's the question. Are you guys going to follow the storyline in Spider-Gwen 16? Nope. I will. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm undecided.
2: Okay. I will not Most likely
0: now. not. Most likely not.
2: Uh, and then finally wrapping things up, Guardians of the Galaxy number 16, um, bravo to Bendis for uh, doing something different, um, telling a Groot story of Groot on Earth in a very rhymy children's book kind of style. Hmm. I, I, was, I did not expect this. I was really impressed. And really the only thing that was difficult about it was – and I don't know, just because I, I read this digitally, I don't know if it works better in print – but on a couple of pages, um, the white text on a white background made it uh, illegible. But um, <laughs> uh, but I was able to to, to get it was only that's only like five percent of the book. Um, but this was like a this was like a picture book about Groot, and it was and it was written not in a style I've ever seen Bennis write before, and I, it was uh, I enjoyed it a lot. So, so on so. a
0: scale of a, one is electro and ten is Josh's handwriting. Doctor. How legible was it?
2: Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say one is Electro, 10 is Dr. Seuss. How no. children's book is it? No. Um, uh, it's probably like a it, well, it's just it's really just one page where it's bad, where there's it's very light at the top of the page and there's white text with a with just a little bit of a black uh, drop shadow. And it, 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 I'm, it, I'll be honest, it's hard to read.
0: So Ron, uh, Ron is in no place to talk about handwriting, so I don't want to hear <laughs> well, that. Well, I know. Oh, well, see, the thing is, oh. you're, you're 10, but Ron's 11 because that, yeah, exactly. that scale goes to yeah. 11. Not particularly yeah. um, no, <laughs> we we'll take a quick moment to thank everyone who supports iFanboy, all of our great listeners and patrons and friends. iFanboy.com slash support is where you can go do that. There you can find their Amazon link, and that's where you can do all your shopping. And once again, you know we're still in January. Thanks to everyone who did all their holiday shopping through the Amazon link. It really did help, and we appreciate that. It doesn't take anything out of your pocket. It takes it out of Amazon's pocket, and uh, we, we, uh, everyone's happy. Also on that page, there's a direct donation link to our PayPal where you can just donate a little bit of money. As Ron said last week, we got a lot of of end-of-the-year straight donations from people, and we thank you. Uh, It's not free to do this show, but we don't charge you for it, and it's hopefully entertaining and hopefully entertaining enough where you can throw a little couple dollars our way and and everyone's happy. Also, another way to do that, patreon.com slash ifanboy. That's where you can donate. We have a ton of great patrons. They're wonderful. They get all kinds of great... Uh, rewards for being a patron and they also unlock rewards that everybody can achieve one of those being iFanboy t-shirts that have been unlocked and we'll be we're actually going to have a meeting about that very shortly amongst us to we have a plan we just need to implement it to uh, make iFanboy t-shirts available again long time fans will remember we used to do t-shirts quite a bit in the old days and we're bringing those back so thank you everyone who goes to iFanboy.com support and to patreon.com iFanboy and we're getting too close to our patreon rewards later in the show and that's always fun
2: Oh yes, so we got some we got some powers to hand out like candy. <laughs> but first, so,
0: uh, first, but first, but first, ratings, ratings.
2: You know it's you know it's nice. Yes. But if uh,
1: Steve Orlando writes everything at DC, I don't have to change a lot of the show scripts we do. <laughs> so I just uh, I was like, oh, it's it's uh
0: it's Steve Orlando
1: again. Well, he's writing it's, all
0: four of these rebirth books, so that you don't yeah. ha- you won't have to do a lot of work in the next couple of weeks. So, Justice what, League let of let me America mean? colon Vixen colon Rebirth number one. <laughs> I love the Collins,
2: Gene. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, written by uh, Steve Orlando and Jody Hauser with art by Jamal Campbell. Um, this is the rebirth story of Vixen, who, as you know, has a little amulet that gives her the powers of animals. Uh, and uh, this b- falls on the rebirth scale of one being electro. 10 being a story that tells you the origin of a character, uh, basically tells you everything. If you've never read anything about Vixen, you can read this and then you know who she is and how she and what she's about. So,
0: I thought very yeoman, very fine, like it's fine down the middle of the road. Like last week's, I thought was really surprisingly good and fun with the Adam. Uh, this was fine. I liked Vixen fine, I thought this was a fine retelling of her origin, I thought the art was fine. I so thought the writing was fine. I thought nothing was very stand out. nothing really stood out, nothing was really that bad. Yeah. I read it and I was like, that was fine. And I moved on with my it was stack. Fine. My stack.
1: I, I liked the art. I the art yeah, was, it was fine. Good. It was fine. I would I would go up. I would say it was pretty good. But oh. everything else was fine. In fact, I would classify it as a whole as
0: a comic book. I think the art. Mm, well, Jamal Campbell also colored it. I thought it was a little Photoshoppy. You know, not, it's not the color style I like. So I think that the coloring might have uh, colored my view of the the uh, pencils and inks. Yeah. There's a,
1: I know what you're talking about. I, I really liked some of the compositions, some of the sort of body positions. If you look mm-hmm. at not the last page, you know what? Even so, like there was a little effort to put in and make them interesting compositions. I know what you're talking about with the lighting and coloring, but it did kind of all work as a piece. That second to last page where you sort of see her flying away from the back and like she's kind of contorted odd. It it was interesting to look at. Yeah, no, the art was fine. It was good. Yeah. Fine. I I was actually kind Mm -hmm. of impressed by that because at least it didn't look... This was like there was an animated style that showed up a lot in sort of the mid-2000s that this kind of looked like.
2: Yeah, I, I, I it feel, felt familiar, and I think that might have been it. So yeah, yeah. interesting,
1: and, and not not a bad. We just it was really apparent for a while, and then it kind of went away. And I don't mind it in the right, you know, context. Yeah, I mean this this was fine. Yeah, but the story, like that, the script was just it. It was. It existed. I
2: mean, it, it was fine. It, it was. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, Vix, Vix, There's Vixen. There's another full quote. <laughs> yeah this is this is dot 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 fine question mark um fine uh vixen is not a character i've ever really been passionate about so mm-hmm. i really had nothing um shows up every once in a while she's getting yeah. more play she's
0: on the legends show uh yeah she's had a, she had an animated they have a, like a digital only animated cartoons she's she, she started one of those she was on arrow she's they're using her more um Ron on a scale of 1, 1 being electro and 10 being fine, where would you rate this? This is fine. Or just one or just one to 5.
2: <laughs> or just 1 uh, to
0: 5. Ratings. Ratings. Three, ratings. 3.
2: Yeah, 3. It's fine, middle of the road, fine. <laughs> Wasn't bad.
1: Uh the the are you going to read it question does not not apply. Not so,
2: well, Josh, what was your rating? your rating, Josh? 3. I'll go with 3. Okay. okay. All right.
0: Well, there you go. Alright, So that's our uh, Rebirth section. There's another one next week. Look forward to that. So now we get on to the patron section. Every week, if you're a patron at patreon.com slash iFanboy, you can vote for a book to include on the show. And this week, the sadists that I like to call the patrons voted for <laughs> Justice League slash Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number one. And So it's a low blow.
2: So a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, geez, now nearly like ten years ago or so, maybe a little more, um, a, a movie came out uh, that that I believe the three of us discussed and we we identified as the 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 line in the sand and the genera- in the beginning yes, of the generation this is exactly gap. Yes,
0: exactly what I wanted to talk about. Continue. A-
2: and uh, and that movie was Napoleon Dynamite, right. where all the kids were loving it, and I, I watched it and I was just like, this is fucking stupid. And I would gladly put the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the content bucket. Of the properties that exist in the generation gap, that I just, they if they didn't exist, I would my life would not change a single bit.
0: We're we're about ten years too old for the Power Rangers. We this is this is a younger man's game. We I never watched a single episode of it. I don't know anything about them. And Uh, I was I was you know we were like I think we were late teenagers because my younger brothers my brothers
1: eight years younger than me and like this was kind of his era. And I, I remember going, that looks stupid. And all the words <laughs> yep. that they're saying are stupid.
2: Yep. And, like, and there's some, like, I don't like their mouths. Like, they've got these ma- these helmets on and these masks, and they have these molded mouths, and it's just like, it's creepy. It's Japanese influenced, and not that Japanese is bad, but it's foreign to me, and it's just not comfortable. Yeah. And it's just, and it's, and it's the whole thing, Megazord. Like, it just, there you go. That's up. the stupid words, right? Yeah. You don't like the pterodactyl right dinosaur power?
1: Right. So yeah. All and of that being said, uh, we are not unbiased sources. We're probably not good people to ask. <laughs> I mean, this is not dissimilar to like at a certain point, like people kept asking us to read Transformers comics, and we had to just be like, we we don't care. Right. Well, that's like, different because we,
0: we were Transformers kids. That was like, I know, really but was.
1: but you know that there hasn't been one single Transformers comic book that has come out. Even the ones that were just like, oh well, that Megatron one, that's for big people.
2: Yeah. Like they've all like. They, they are we what they are. I mean, like, I mean, listen, listen. Given our loyalty to the GI Joe, yeah, I, I don't. I feel like we we I can't, can't trash I'm, Transformers too hard. Yeah,
1: exactly. I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna trash, trash like with yeah. those comics,
0: right?
2: Like we weren't.
1: We're, they're not gonna be for us,
0: right? Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm not you, in listen, to it. I've been at
1: this for for over a decade, and it's in and all right. Fine. I'll, I'll, was, i all right on can't. a scale. On a scale from Electro <laughs> to Transformers
0: comics, um. So this is so this is written by Tom Taylor, who wrote a lot of those Injustice comics, um, the, the, the the DC... I, and I like movie. Tom Taylor. Doesn't
2: he also yeah. write in The Wolverine that I like? I think so. I um,
0: think so. What I did like about this book was it really thrust you into the story and didn't do a lot of hand-holding. Thrust. Uh, however, most of it was about the Power Rangers, so I didn't know what the hell was going on for most of this comic.
2: Yeah, Tom Taylor writes uh, Wolverine. Uh, yeah, no, this is. I mean, it was so much Power Rangers. It was. I'm like reading this, and I'm just like, and I hate. And this is. This goes against our ethos at I Fanboy, and we we want to be critical. And you don't like something. So, as I'm turning the pages, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> this is just. This is just stupid. And and the thing is, I see people online going nuts for it. So clearly, there's an audience, and I get it. I understand it. And I'm sure there are things I go nuts for that they don't understand, and that's fine. I'm um, positive there are. <laughs> yeah, just. I mean, it's 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 typical. You know, something happened. There, there's some some guy in a mask because they're mad at, and then he hops dimension and he takes one of them away, and they hop over, they hop into the DC universe, and they see Batman and they fight. Like it's like as it was, by it, the numbers. Yeah. By the yep. numbers. Yep, exactly. And I don't know if that's because Boom doing the Power Rangers comics and DC doing the Justice League comics, the the getting the two companies to work together, and then you gotta deal with Time Warner or Warner Brothers or whatever, and then you gotta deal with whoever the fuck owns the Power Rangers. I don't know, with Sabin. I don't know who, who owns yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was say. So, yeah, so I I, I whatever. It's just it, just it was just it was just like as by the numbers crossover as it gets. So,
1: so. there you go, patrons. You made us read a thing
2: pretty much for spite. Yeah. And and we did it. We did it. We so. did it.
0: I want to make a quick note so people have been asking to see like the full list of votes and we haven't figured out a good way to do that if we ever will. Um, yeah. but the this, this was this is the top vote getter by a wide 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 margin, but the second vote, vote getter was God Country number 1 from Image Comics and then tied for third was the Rift number 1 and Lobster Johnson Garden of Bones. So those are the four top yeah, voted Conner- titles.
2: You know, no, we can do let's um, and this is completely we shouldn't be doing this on air, but who cares? Let's take that information. Let's just post it on Patreon for the patrons and, okay. on Yeah, on the day that we're like the day after all voting is locked, be like, this is the patron pick and here here were the top five vote getters or something like right, that. We'll so, do that.
0: Yeah, we'll do okay, that. Okay. So cool. there you go. So thanks patrons for voting. Uh, if you want to be I'm a not patron, gonna thank them for that. If you want to vote yeah, on the book to put in the show, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash iFanboy. You can also when you do that, Ron, what happens to them?
2: Um, well, you get the wonderful just the the gift, the treasure of being bestowed with a superpower. It might be a useful superpower. it might be a dumb superpower. but uh, either way, you get to you will now have your place in the pantheon of heroes. <laughs> and we want to thank our first patron Steve Mori. and uh, Steve Mori, he he's uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm gonna give this I like to do the one word power. Mm-hmm. Uh, absorbent <laughs> carry on Steve Morey is his body it look he looks normal he looks normal but he ain't but but he ain't his his skin is actually a sponge and he can absorb water, wine, any sort of thing, cleaning up any messes. He can all that sort of stuff. He's just the living sponge. So does he abs- does he expand
0: when he absorbs the liquid?
2: Like
1: a sponge? No, no. Is
0: it stored? No.
1: No, it's so it's transported to another dimension, or the matter is changed.
0: Um,
2: he, he absorbs it, and it just kind of sucks in like the way we suck in water. So can or you can you wring him out?
0: Um, I'm not saying he's like he's he has the he has the properties of a sponge physically. I'm just saying yeah. I'm asking Josh's question in a different way. Is the right. is the is the liquid in his body, and can it then be? Wrung yeah, out.
2: then it's slow. Then, then it's absorbed. No, he's not like his body isn't a sponge. Like he's not like you know, like squishing and then, then becomes damp and that sort of thing. But then, so you can't you can't like twist his arm and water comes out. But he absorbs it and then it gets sucked into his system and gets processed. And is there and, a volume limit? Um, he can't drain a pool. Yeah, so it's like does he have to pee a it's, lot? It's, it's within. Yeah, I mean that's, it's that's, a, that's a sad. It's a sad byproduct. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he um, needs that. He can't. You don't want to sleep
1: in a room with that guy because he'll drain it of all the humidity. So is, yeah. he, is <laughs> he?
0: Is he always really well hydrated and has like super great skin because he's he's like constantly absorbing it, liquid?
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, if he's if he's absorbing that liquid, then yeah, the right liquids, yeah. If he absorbs re- something that's lead based, is he going to get sick? <laughs> Probably yes. Okay,
0: Move on. So- Does he get drunk from absorbing alcohol?
2: Yes, he can. Yeah, it does. Alcohol does affect him, so he's got to be careful. He can't just absorb up a whole, you know, spilled beer or or a six pack or something. So
0: it's a quite a, it's a, it's a. You know what? I could go down this road for a long time. Let's move. On. I know you could. Let's move on. <laughs>
1: um, and now, part of me thinks we did this before, but that just might be my terror that I'm going to keep saying that. So please feel free Jeez. to stop me. Jarrett Gossett uh, can pick the best piece of fruit.
0: See, now I, like I, don't you know, if, I don't know if you saying that makes me think we did it before you, because you said it or because we actually did it.
2: Yeah, this feels familiar.
1: When you go into the supermarket, this is my thing about oranges. I feel like we've had this
0: discussion about avocados, but go ahead.
1: An orange is great or terrible, and there's no way to know. Jarrett knows.
0: Okay. Does he have to tell you or does he just know, like, is it like a telepathy thing?
1: You know, I can't tell you about the wonder of how it works. I don't think that there's a, I don't think that there's a supernatural element for sure. But I think that there are factors going on that most of us can't detect. And for whatever reason, he has the ability to detect those factors. He's gonna. Oh, that's that's that orange is dried out and nasty and not sweet. You don't want it.
0: You know, I, I'm searching our patrons spreadsheet here for the word fruit. I'm not I getting it. But we I also did, haven't I, filled I out most of the powers. So. Oh wait! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Here
2: we go! Um, I did a power. Uh, way back in the beginning, uh, episode 551, David Giza has the power to tell if any food is spoiled.
0: Not the same. Not the okay. same, exactly. But close. It's in the family. They can hang out and talk. It's in the family, yeah. They oh, totally. Yeah. But
1: it's yeah. not the yeah. same yeah. because a, a, yeah. a, a, an apple can be perfectly ripe, but just mealy yeah. and mealy mouth. Without, without I had mouth. one of those the other day.
0: I spit it out. It was awful. It's so,
1: oh. It is so disappointing because you'll go and you'll yeah. buy a bunch of fruit and you'll be like – I'm. If it's good, and then you, then I get worried about it. I don't buy oranges anymore because I just don't know. It's fifty yeah. fifty.
0: Okay, right. good stuff. Red Rum Theater, and um, I feel like I feel like that's not his real name. I feel like it's not <laughs> his real name, and I should have had some sort of murder-based power because I, I thought of the power before I saw the name. But uh,
2: Red I'll Rum. His-
0: <laughs> I need to find his real name. I, I looked. At, I looked in Patreon and didn't have it didn't have a name attached to it, but. Uh, right.
2: Nailed him something, so I must have. All right, keep going, and then I'll see if I can find his real name.
0: Well, his power is that he turns translucent. Okay. Doesn't turn invisible. (laughs) Just translucent. Just translucent. In case
1: for some reason you need some light to show through. (laughs) Yeah, just some. (laughs) So. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) So a lot of times when we say things, it's pretty easy to connect them with whatever it is we've been thinking about in our lives. uh, And also knowing
2: each other's personality. However, in this case,
1: no, I, just be funny. I kind okay. of want to know so, where that came
0: from.
2: Red Rum Theater's real name is Ernesto Al- 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 Alana's, um, so that that is not his real name. So Ernesto is translucent.
0: Ernesto turns translucent. Now, nothing was going on in my life. I just was in the shower and I was thinking, thinking of powers today, and I thought, well, uh-huh. at first I thought, no, well, I thought, no. you know, what? I'm not going to go through the whole process. I don't want to. I don't want to pull the curtain back. This yeah, don't,
2: don't, yeah, don't, it yeah, works don't.
1: like this. He says, "Hey, hand me that flashlight. Why, Ernesto? Just, <laughs> let me let me show you something."
2: Oh, look at that!
1: You're semi-translucent,
2: right through his yep. hand. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, in our last patron we want to thank is Kurt Koenig, or Koenig, uh, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, and Kurt, I mean, I mean, this is this is a a power. It could also be a curse. It could be a blessing. Who knows? But uh, Teddy Roosevelt is living inside his head. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay. Also Theodore, carry yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, Theodore Roosevelt, the former president um, and, and hero of San Juan Hill, uh, is uh, he's dead, but his consciousness is inside uh, Kurt's head, just similar to like kind of like Firestorm. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have yeah. questions. Okay, sure. So, so
1: he can hear everything that Roosevelt says.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. They, he there, you, he are,
1: you? are you aware of Roosevelt's personality? Yes. That's why it's funny. That would be- that would be quite challenging. Oh no, it's loud. <laughs> he is not <laughs> And opinionated. Yep, yep. He's the Ur er mansplainer
2: Right. That's what that's why I don't know if it's if this is a good thing or a bad thing or what, but that's, former president Teddy Roosevelt is inside Kurt's head. It's, it's Theodore. Um also, does. also interesting. I recently visited the city, uh, uh, the museum of the city in New York, and they've got a wonderful uh, exhibit on the history of New York City. It's called Core New York or whatever. And they had a little uh, little thing where you put up to your ear, and you could hear Teddy Roosevelt giving a speech. And his
0: voice is not what you think it sounds like. It's so. much higher pitched than you would well, think. Well, hold on. The, the the way they recorded audio back then made everybody sound more higher pitched than they actually were. No, but it was it was also yeah. like
1: it was. A, a yeah. higher tinier voice, it's just like it's described that way historically, not just in recordings. Like it was, yeah. he was an irritating human.
2: Oh yeah, I know. Does yeah. he have access
1: to books? Because that was his thing. He would read constantly and then talk to you about it. Well, yeah, so, Kurt. Re- I mean, he's,
2: he's yelling at Kurt going, I want to read. Let's read a book.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Josh would be like, "This is great," and then after about three hours, he'd be no, like, "Someone I stick an ice pick oh, in my head."
2: It. You don't want to. So, it. So, th- so there you go. I'm sorry, Kurt, but uh, say hi to Tr for me. Bully. um so you can you can get your own uh superpower or super uh curse uh Uh, go to (laughs) patreon.com let's go out and go hunting i I don't want to let's let's go let's get blooded to to the to my shotgun let's (laughs) kurt just has this weird draw to oyster bay for some reason um so go to patreon.com slash ifanboy where you can sign up and get your own uh award so or a power
0: Alright, so this week, this is where, on the show, the part we normally do a couple of listener emails, um, but uh, anyone who follows me on Instagram knows that last week I finally watched Suicide Squad, I got it on Netflix, and Ron was like, we have to talk about this, and so I watched it, and I was like, we have to talk about this, so we decided let's just do it on the show real quick, even though Ron and Mike grandma already did a special podcast on it, uh, well, it's not going to be long, just a few minutes on um, the movie, it was a disaster, Ron.
2: Yeah, I mean, the main reason why we want to do this is because you, you, due to scheduling, you missed the movie. Me and Mike talked about it, and everybody was always like, oh, I can't wait till Connor sees it. I can't wait till Connor sees it. So you saw it. So first, let's walk through this. What? So the movie came out in August, right? right yeah. And so here we are now, four or five months later. Why now, Connor? Well,
0: because it, it literally, because it just came out on Netflix this past okay, week.
2: Okay, so so the so the DVD came out, and you're like, "All right, now I'm going to watch it." Like you're like, I,
0: "I've been waiting for this moment." Well, I, I figured I had to see it, right? I mean, it's okay. every, everyone's constantly asking me. So a that'll get that to stop, and b you know, it's a super Suicide Squad movie with Batman in it, right? I'm not going to not see it eventually, so I might as well. I was going to wait till it came out on HBO, so. Um, it struck me that it was very similar. Well, first of all, you know, the we know the general structure of the, the DC movie universe is just completely screwed from the from foundational level. So we were watching Batman v Superman on our office TV as a form of punishment the other day in our office. We we have a bunch of TVs with Apple TVs attached to them, so we put it on HBO Go, and we just turned it on and had it playing in the background. Occasionally people you just hear people go, ah, oh! But um,
2: uh, I like the idea of form of punishment, like, oh, you didn't get that report done in time, you have to watch Batman v Superman. Yeah.
0: But uh, it, you know, the the tone of it is just so wrong. Um, and we had such high hopes, if you recall, for of this movie because of the trailers, and it it felt very similar to Rogue One in that there was clearly another movie shot, and they chopped that movie to hell. And yep. put this one out Like it, it didn't really even make sense from a storytelling standpoint this Whole scenes or sequences Seemed to be missing um, right. uh, th- There were Things I liked I thought um, As everyone said, Marco Robbie was a, was a really good Harley Quinn I I liked Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang And I liked even Will Smith's Deadshot um, But everyone else I could have cared less about uh,
2: It's interesting So you liked Marco
0: Robbie as, as Harley Quinn, you thought, yeah. thought it was good? Yeah, I, I liked okay. her as Harley. I mean she's she's that sort of new fifty two version of her. It's not that you know, yeah. we did see her at one point really quickly in the traditional Harley suit, but you know as a as an actress playing a character, I thought she was compelling on the screen and I thought she was interesting. Right. The most interesting part of the film. Um, Jai yeah, Courtney, no, I think she I think she she stole the sc- she stole yeah. the screen when she was on it. Yeah, yeah. But. Jai Courtney's boomerang made me laugh, and so I gave uh-huh. him a lot of credit because there wasn't a lot going on that made me happy in the movie. Um, the best joke was the one that was in the trailer when he popped out of the bag and punched the guard really fast. That was still very funny. Um, Here's
2: my problem with with Bo- I got two problems with Boomerang. Yeah. One, what, one we talked about when we were texting about it, yeah. which was I'm I'm still annoyed at the the you know after all the shit goes down and they're in the bar and they're kind of you know and they're you know and 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 they're like oh they're free to go and so he bails. And then they decide they're going to finish this, and they leave the bar, and then he's just back with the team with no explanation well, whatsoever. That, that, that's
0: but, not his character problem. That's that's they just they just chopped sequences out of the movie.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I can I can resolve that by oh he's a boomerang. Right. So okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> but then my other problem with Captain Boomerang is that in the climax of the movie, and I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. I think I thought I realized this after we did the podcast. Um, they to defeat the fucking dumb bad guy, which I want oh, to get your opinion, yeah, Connor. Yeah. You know they've got a they've got to throw something, and then someone's got to shoot it. And so you've got the one guy on your team where all he does is throw things, <laughs> but instead you give it to the crocodile guy to throw it. I didn't understand that at all.
0: Yeah, the he literally all he does is throw things. It's he like, thinks fairly accurately too. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know that Killer Croc's doing a lot of th- tossing down in the sewers. Killer Croc was was not good. Everything I mean, else it's... was pretty bad. The the main villain, Enchantress, and that whole story like made no sense.
2: And Nothing
0: bad. Uh, I did not care. And yep. it, it the way that uh, that model turned actress who was playing playing it was weird. But it was also it just I didn't understand the motivation. I didn't understand why anything was happening on the screen. I didn't understand anything that was. I just I felt like. They, ch- they had a real problem on their hand. They chopped it all to hell to get it out, and it, it didn't make any sense. I and mean, I'm not even talking about the Joker because I don't yep. even know if I'm emotionally ready to talk about the Joker.
1: <laughs> you know, what? I realized I don't, ha- I haven't heard anybody talk about the Joker.
0: No, no, it was, it was completely forgettable. It's best left untalked about. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, and I it don't hurt, mean it's forgettable it in that. It, I don't... it hurt my yeah, soul. It hurt my soul.
2: Yeah, I don't mean that it's forgettable in that it's like bad or it's not compelling. Or whatever, It's forgettable in that you just don't want to think about it. You just like want to move on. In order on to it. survive.
0: Yeah. In order for me to get to through not. the day, I have to not think this is going to be the Joker for the next ten years in the, in the movies. Let's not right. talk about it. It's It was offensive on almost every single level. Um, huh. And again, much like – and I know I know you guys talked about this, I think, on the show because I haven't listened to it yet because I didn't want to spoil my discussion here. But uh, – he had a much more robust role in the film and it was just chopped all the hell. So he ended up not meaning anything. You could have easily removed every scene involving the Joker and it wouldn't change the movie one bit. Now I say that saying there was really nothing to change. There wasn't really a plot that was coherent at all. But you could have... He literally had no impact on the storytelling. He wasn't really a factor in the movie. Um, It was just all very weird. So weird. It was just a dumb movie. And it makes me angry that these people are making all of these movies i mean they just announced green lantern Corps with the same basically the same creative team behind it and it's just like well what do you, what do you think is gonna change here yeah maybe the costume <laughs> uh,
1: probably one of those actors isn't going to come back and they'll replace them with another actor
0: yeah. See the the concept of the Suicide Squad is a good one, and it was it was interesting that they made this film that does not really star any of the main characters that people know, and that was interesting as an idea. But the execution was terrible. The, the Flash cameo was fine. Uh, yeah, um, I mean,
2: uh, yeah. Than, Bat, what about the, the Batman, Batman cameo? The
0: Batman cameo Bat- was fine. Right, it was I mean, fine.
2: So, on a scale of one to 10 1 being Electro and ten being Burton Batman,
0: where would you put this? So, is Electro good or bad in this case? I love Electro. I don't know. I don't know why he's one. Just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should put one being Electro and ten being Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. I would put it as uh, nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? Right. I'd put it as an eleven. I thought it was worse than Batman v Superman. Wow! All right, so, wow. so you yeah, think this Batman is yeah, Batman been... had elements in it that were good. It had Wonder Woman. Uh, it, I thought the Batman stuff, Batman Superman, wasn't terrible, but I don't. Yeah. I find hardly anything redeeming about Suicide Squad. Right. Other than I Will, you know, Will Smith is charming. Will Smith is Will Smith, and but he was uh, Will Smith. He wasn't Deadshot. You know what I mean? Like I, it wasn't no, he... like he was good in the movie. He was like I'm grasping for things to find compelling on the screen. And Will Smith. Well, was I thought it was an interesting
2: choice for him to resurrect his character from Wild Wild West.
0: I never saw that movie.
2: Well, yeah, but, but with the cowboy hat and the whole thing. The it like cowboy it was some, hat was
0: like, a, it was like a 70s black or uh, Whatever. But anyway, yeah. it was a terrible, terrible movie. I took the disc out of the player. I put it back in the envelope. I crossed myself, and I sent it back on its way. You should have you should have
2: taken the disc out of the player and broke it and just cut it up into pieces and sent it back to them.
0: Well, the indignity would have been I would have you been, brought this upon yourselves. <laughs> I yeah. would have cut my hand up and owed them money, so that would have been the final indignity for the.
2: Uh, why would why did why did you let me watch this? You bastards! You should be looking out for you should be looking
0: out for me. Uh, I know. Like, right, so. I, what I selected, they should have been like, really? You sure really? we don't want uh, uh, really? F- Florence Foster Jenkins? And I would have been yes, yes, I do.
2: All right, so that was Suicide Squad. If you want to uh, go back to iFanboy.com and search in the archives, you can hear what me and Mike Roma thought of it originally in the summer, and compare that to what Connor said. Um, but I'm close? glad Connor. Uh, my fear, my fear was that you're going to come back and just be like, you know, it was redeeming, and it ha- you know, and and you got, was it was on it. It was a terrible was like, movie. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. We can we can remain friends. All right. Good. So. All right. Well, if you're looking for another podcast to listen to uh, beyond this and beyond the Suicide Squad review, why don't you check out uh, my latest podcast over at uh, Damn Fine Podcast, uh, damfinepodcast.com where me and uh, Tom Merritt are revisiting Twin Peaks and enjoying the show leading up to the premiere of season three uh, that's coming this May. Very exciting. That news just broke and we're all very excited and worried. Um, <laughs> Mm. Connor, was on, Connor was on episode 7 we're going to have him back to talk more about season, season 2 As we're uh, we're going to uh, uh, kick off season 2 ne- uh, this coming Wednesday so do check that out, go to damfinepodcast.com and thanks to everybody who's checked it out so far
1: uh, you can also look forward to our, our patron reward Booksplode podcast, alternate with the Talksplode podcast, uh, the book review versus interview show, this month coming up, uh, later in the month we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to tell you the book ahead of time so you can read it uh, Russian Olive to Red King Graphic novel by Stuart and Catherine Eminen, Um, that that we are all going to have read and discuss. So you should read it too and come along for our, our little our little Booksplode, truly really book club, isn't it, yeah. uh, episode. Russian Olive that. to Red
0: King. So Russian is.
2: Olive to Red King. So that and gives then, you time to go to go to Amazon via the link on ifanboy.com, buy it, read it, and then you can listen to what we think about none it. None
0: of us have read it, so it's going to be one of those, like the last one where we don't know what we're getting into until we get into it. Yeah. We're excited. I leafed through it and it looks great. It looks I mean, gorgeous. The art, yeah. I don't know, not, I can't speak to the story. Another patron reward, this was for patrons only, is the patron hangout, and that's where the three of us get together for an hour once a month and bab- babble on about nonsense. And uh, this week, the pa- this month the patron hangout, the January patron hangout will be January thirtieth, right under the wire. Monday night, as per usual. We'll we'll put the times out there on our social media accounts once we have it's probably the same time as normal, six PM. Uh, six thirty PM, East, uh, Western time, nine thirty PM Eastern time. But that's probably going to happen. But January thirtieth for your patron, circle that calendar 30th. date, January thirtieth yep. for the patron hangout.
2: Will what, be a fun what, time. The last, the last one was a blast. So what will yeah. we talk about this time? Who knows? Maybe some more holiday movies. I'm <laughs> I'm fine with that. Why not? Um, head over to ifanboy.com where you can find all the links to our previous podcasts um, as well as links to the Patreon and all the other fun stuff there uh, if you're on social media you can follow us we're uh, on Facebook at facebook.com ifanboy and on Twitter at ifanboy uh, and you can follow those to find out what the pick of the week is every week before the show comes out so you have a little insider track so you know what book you definitely need to read before you listen on Sunday when the show comes out and uh, if you're looking for more uh, amusement you can follow us individually on Twitter and on instagram josh is at J A flanagan connor's at cs kilpatrick and i am at ron xo
0: and finally if you like the show or any podcast like damn fine podcast or any podcast to listen to uh, write a review on itunes that that's how people find podcasts that's how uh, it helps you know, bubble the shows to the top the more reviews they get so if you write a review or even just leave a star rating that'll take you two seconds literally and uh we appreciate that every show that works hard to bring you content appreciates uh, the feedback so thank you very much
2: we're nothing without you the listeners
0: so well, I mean, we're something, but we're...
2: I I'm mean, a man! In this context, you, you define us.
0: This week, a little bit jerks about getting us to read that Power Rangers book, but other than that, we love you.
1: Yeah. I'm not surprised. So. It's, it's blowback from last week's, like, perfect choice for me. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's,
0: exactly. there's, a, there's a contingent that votes for a book that they're interested in us talking about, and there's the contingent that wants to talk about a, a book we're going to hate because they enjoy that, so...
2: what i what i my my big problem is is people on twitter who are saying ooh they should talk about this that that aren't patrons like if you're not a patron you don't get to play in this game so yeah (laughs) wow that got kind of raw it did all right so let's wrap it up until next week i'm ron i'm connor and i'm josh he's a man